0: the 961 Kiss Morning Freak Show. Wow. Okay. Uh we start the show here with a tweet from Alexis. I've been waiting for a good laugh from Mikey and Bob since 4:30 to get this Monday going. Wow, wow. We are here to disappoint now. Been waiting for an hour and a half for our show to start and have laughs and fun. And we're here to let you down. No guarantees on laughs. Oh, no. We can't. We can't guarantee that. Uh, Bob, how are you? Welcome back, by the way. Wow. Uh, Yeah. yeah. What the hell happened last week? I had the flu. Man down. Turned into bronchitis. Oh, I got bronchitis. (laughs) They thought I might have had pneumonia, but... uh... Yeah. Antibiotics and steroids are awesome. Oh well, yeah, last week on the show, uh, we only did a live show last week, Monday and Tuesday. You were sick Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. And even Monday and Tuesday, like any time you would laugh, you would kinda like just start hacking and just yeah. start coughing. Yeah. And you were going downhill. So then we took uh we had to take some, some time off. I uh, yeah, I bottomed out. You know what? We don't have a very good plan for when one of us gets sick. We just have to shut it down. Like, that's that's one drawback for it just being me and you on the show. Yeah. And not having, like, seven people on a morning show. Yeah. Because as soon as you're sick, it's not like I'm coming in here and doing the show alone. No, no. It'd just be really weird and probably horrible. Yeah. It would be horrible. I'm not even saying probably. It'd be horrible. And they're not going to pay anybody else anytime soon, so... I think that's just our plan we got to roll with. That's just what would happen. See, because like most morning shows, they have enough people to where they can kind of cover. If uh, if one person's sick. One of us are sick. We're just sitting here alone. <laughs> we just shut it down, man. Sad. We have to. Well, another good thing, though, I guess, is uh, when one of us is sick... Um, and we have to play like a, like a best of show. Like last week for, for three shows, we played a lot of like older material on the uh, show. A lot of times people may not have even heard the stuff that we're playing. And it's like, they're hearing it for the first time. Like I'll check Twitter or something like that. People are still laughing at the show, having a good time, Mm -hmm. but we we just don't have a good plan for if one of us is sick, we just shut it down. (laughs) The one drawback to just having two men in here and no full staff and no giant show cast. I mean, just once again, we're not really professional. No, no, that's it again. It just goes back to how our show is just different from everybody else. Bob gets a cough and next thing you know, you get hit with three days of best of shows because we don't know what else to do. It's all we know. I kept thinking about that because I was just sitting at home waking up every morning. I was actually listening to our show, and I'm just like, well, I i mean, I feel fine. I could, I could be in there, but I can't do the show on my own. And then I started thinking, like, maybe, okay, maybe we get a plan where we bring in other people for when one of us are sick. And I'm like, I, I don't know who to call. Like, who am I going to get in here to do a show with me if you're sick? She's like, hey, want to wake up at 3 in the morning Yeah, then it's just going to be weird. Like, what am I going to do? Call Sally Wiggin and be like, Sally, Bob has diarrhea. You got to, can you come in and have laughs with me? And then, I don't know, that'd just be weird, too. So we don't know. I want to clear that up, though. I did not have diarrhea. No, I'm saying like in the future, if you get diarrhea, oh, or maybe fo- I call Sally Wiggin. Yeah, for- for- ca- the forecast is for diarrhea. It's a brown storm coming. Yeah, and Sally Wiggin's going to be in here. <laughs> like, we just have no plan. It Like, you, you nailed it. You j- absolutely nailed it when you just said it just goes back to the point that we just don't really know what we're doing yeah yeah we're just not and that's just the plan we're not professionals here. one of us gets diarrhea and i can't believe you're out three days with diarrhea last week man what sort of violent diarrhea did you have there was there was three no... days of diarrhea did you make it to the toilet every time there was no diarrhea and three full days you gotta be wrong you gotta it be wasn't... raw back there <laughs> it wasn't like were you that. using wet wipes it wasn't like like that. medicated wet wipes like the hemorrhoid wipes? Preparation H No, it didn't. How's it didn't, your how's your backside? <laughs> oh my gosh, man. Bob was sick all last week. Three days he missed. Violent diarrhea. Oh I heard. goodness. He can't even sit this morning. No, he can't. He's got one of those special donuts. The inflatable <laughs> The inflatable seat donuts. So his cheeks are uh, aren't actually sitting on the chair. He actually doesn't even have an inflatable donut. He's just making do with a pool raft. Bob's laying on the floor doing the show on a pool raft cause his backside's raw and chafed from a three day bout of diarrhea. All right, well good morning. <laughs> this is the show. This is what you guys enjoy. Kiss morning freak show, Mikey and Bob. Mikey and Bob, it is the ninety six one KISS Morning Freak Show. 16 times a day here on one KISS. We will be giving you keywords to text in to 200-200. We continue to try to uh, pay some bills for you or just give you money. so yes. you, you can do whatever you want with it. I'll give you a keyword coming up next. Chance to win $1,000. High today, 53 degrees. That's nice. Not bad. Sunny and warmer today. Uh, by the way, we have to say thank you to everybody who came out to Seven Springs on uh, Saturday for the annual Pond Skim event. Man, that is such a good time. It's just such a unique event. That, that's one of my favorite events that we go out and do every year, Bob. The costumes this year were special. It was outstanding. So if you don't know what Seven Springs Pond Skim is, it's uh, kind of towards the end of the ski sne- uh, Sneezing? <laughs> end of the ski season. Ski season. It's hard for me to say. Ski-s- ski season. Ski-s- ski season. The ski-s- ski season. End of the ski sn- Oh, God. End of the ski season. They usually have this event called Pond Skim where they make, they make two small ponds and then have people, usually in costumes, come on down and try to skim with their skis or snowboard across the ponds. You know, they get some speed and try to skim across without falling in the water. And barely any people make it across both ponds, but it is a, uh, it's definitely a good time. There were some weird costumes. We do have some video and pictures up from Seven Springs Pond Skim up at 961kiss.com. Mm-hmm. On the Mikey and Bob page, you can also uh, uh, you know, check out our uh, Twitter accounts at FSMikey, at FSBigBob. The, the one uh, gentleman that we really latched onto, though, was a guy who was just wearing uh, overalls. And made just a giant splash, enough to soak people that were like in the uh, in the front row, like the splash zone for pond skim He really committed. He just had hairy nipples, and as soon as we see a larger man in overalls and hairy nipples, like that's going to be my guy for the entire day, always, right? Uh, I would think so. Yeah. So unless it was- a larger man in underwear shows up. I'm trying to think. Was there anybody in underwear? Uh, I don't think there was anybody in underwear or just a speedo. It was pretty cold up at Seven Springs. Not like that ever slowed anybody down, but there were a lot of shirtless. Uh, it's a lot of shirtless people, shirtless men. Uh, I don't remember anybody just being in their underwear though. Yeah, nothing really sticks out. I feel like the big, uh, the, the larger hairy man in overalls was just the one that really stuck out to me. So it was definitely a good time. And thank you again to everybody at uh, Seven Springs and our friends at New Belgian Brewing. Uh, for having us out at Skim. Bob, I didn't think you were going to make skim. i got to be honest, because you were sick for three days straight. And even I was I, I, I was up at the station one of the days you were sick, and I was talking to our boss, and he's like, well, Bob's not going to make skim, right? And I'm like, nah, probably not. I don't think so. And then you told me you were all in. Yeah. Your doctor gave you the the okay, though, right? Uh, my doctor went to Skim, so <laughs> okay. I was safe. So did your doctor come to Pondskim every year yes. at Seven Springs? Yes, yes, yes. Okay, so... Through your care yes. of you being sick, you got a cough, you got maybe a little bronchitis, you got a little flu. I make a couple trips to the doctor, too. I'm li- I'm in there twice last week. Yeah, you did go two, two times to the doctor in three days, so that was serious. But I believe your doctor's whole point was to get you ready for skip Doesn't care if you missed the show at all. Because if your doctor goes to Skim at Seven Springs every year, I think that was his goal. Like, okay, everybody... We must get Bob ready. He's got a job to do on Saturday. Okay, him and Mikey need to MC Pond Skim at Seven Springs. I go every year. He cannot miss Pond Skim. They're bringing in weird medications that they're just te- they've only tested on rats to try to get you back, and they did good. You were okay, right? Yeah, yeah, it all worked out. Uh so definitely thank you to everybody at New Belgium Brewing and uh Seven Springs for having us up again at the Pond Skim. And like I said, go to our Mikey and Bob page at nine six one kiss.com if you want to see some of the uh some of the pictures in the uh because it's definitely one of the best events of the year. One. Mikey and Bob, it is the ninety-six one kiss morning freak show. Uh back doing live shows today and uh hopefully all this week. Bob is back from his flu, bronchitis, whatever he had. Uh Justin tweets us. Sweet Brown, no time, uh, no time for bronchitis. This is how I imagine Bob telling his doctors that he has bronchitis. Do you remember the Sweet Brown clip? Oh yeah. This was from an Oklahoma City uh, news report on an apartment fire. This was back from 2012. They talked to this lady who uh, identified herself as Sweet Brown. The resident
1: describes her horrifying experience when she first realized the complex was on fire. Yep. Well, I woke up to go get me a cold pop. Then I thought somebody was barbecuing. I said, Oh Lord Jesus, it's a fire. Then I ran out. I didn't grab no shoes or nothing,
0: Jesus. I ran for my life. And then the smoke got me. I got bronchitis. Ain't nobody got time for that. Anytime I hear bronchitis, I think of Sweet Brown. I got bronchitis. Ain't nobody got time for that. It's Mikey and Bob, the Kiss Morning Freak Show. Mikey and Bob, 96.1 Kiss. It is the uh, Morning Freak Show, 624 right now on the uh, show. You guys can listen to us every day on the free iHeartRadio app or if you have uh, a smart speaker. If you have, like, uh, one of the home devices in your your house, like Amazon uh, Alexa or Google Home, you can now stream us with your smart speakers. If you have uh, Alexa, say Alexa Play 96.1 Kiss on iHeartRadio. If you're a Google Home owner... Just uh, tell your Google assistant, OK, Google Play 96.1 Kiss on iHeartRadio. You can also set alarms, too. So yes. if you're waking up at like 7 o'clock every day uh, for work, for school, you can set your Alexa and Google Home alarms to wake up each morning but by just saying things you know, like Alexa, wake me up at 7 a.m. with 96.1 Kiss on iHeartRadio. And uh, it's the best way to listen to the station if you have one of those uh, home devices. We had so many people send us the Florida story from over the weekend. Which I we we already covered on the show we did, but here's what happened. Uh, KTLA, a big news station out of Los Angeles, they uh, they tweeted out this Florida story, and we always cover weird Florida stories on the show. So they tweeted out: Florida men, one disguised in a bull costume, allegedly tried to burn down ex boyfriend's home with spaghetti sauce. I mean, what a headline! It's got over six thousand six hundred retweets like i understand why with so that ma- tweet alone so, do, so many people sent it to us it's everything that we want need in it, a story ever it's such a great florida uh headline story so a lot of people i guess did not hear when we originally covered it and you know every time there's a weird florida story you know it's making our show <laughs> To all listeners Ow! of the Freak Show. Ow! It's time to travel to the Sunshine State. Yes, yes, it happened again. It's, it's another, another Florida, Florida story. story. Uh, down to Florida. Two
1: guys are facing charges after Volusia County deputies say they tried to pull off quite the bizarre burglary plot. Suspects tried to start a fire. With spaghetti sauce in an attempt to cover their tracks.
0: All right, we have a uh, a burglary with a spaghetti sauce fire. Deputies
1: catching these two men red-handed, accused of burglarizing the victim's home and trying to burn it down. Yeah. Deputies say ex-boyfriend, 36-year-old Derek Irving, disguised in a bull costume onesie.
0: All right, we have uh, what a disguise. We have a jolted ex-lover here wearing a bull onesie. No one will know. And 28-year-old John Silva removed the A.C. unit to get inside. Okay, so they break into the ex-boyfriend's house, these these two gentlemen, right? One of them wearing a bull onesie. They get in through the A.C. unit. <laughs> the duo, deputies say, stole the man's TV. TV gone. A.C. unit. A.C. unit gone. Heater and a
1: vacuum. Wow. A heater
0: and a vacuum gone.
1: For boiling a pot of spaghetti sauce and taking a white towel to the stove. And
0: then they made spaghetti sauce to start a fire to make it look like I, he burned his place down. He's trying to
1: make it look like that uh, I'd left the stove on.
0: All right. Now, this is the guy who was the victim. This is the guy uh, whose place they They, wanted to catch on fire. This was the guy who got robbed. But who gets up at 2 o'clock in the morning and fixes some I mean, what a line that is right there, right? What 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 a line that is right there. Who gets up at 2 o'clock in the morning and fixes some Who (laughs) gets up at 2 o'clock in the morning and fixes some skiddy? Skiddy. Ex-lovers. One of them is angry. Skiddy. Gets, gets a partner, they rob the guy, and then try to burn his house down with skeddy sauce. But the plan was foiled because apparently... Who gets up at 2 o'clock in the morning and fixes skeddy? Who gets up at 2 o'clock in the morning and fixes skeddy? Deputy,
1: stopped the two in the driveway where they found the man's items and an empty jar of spaghetti sauce. Oh,
0: there it is. They, they took the jar? can't leave behind our fingerprints are on it now this poor guy they were in a you know they were in a relationship yeah. and uh they they broke up and they remained friends so he doesn't understand why why he's angry and wanted to, to burn his house down with scatty sauce or
1: maybe he's angry because i gave him 150 dollars to fix his teeth maybe he's angry about that
0: <laughs> my man listen when we were dating he had some jacked up ass teeth my man. so i i didn't like i didn't like kissing him in the mouth because he had jacked up teeth so I offered to pay for his teeth. Maybe he's angry at that and wanted to burn my house down with skeddy sauce. In a bull costume? <laughs> By the way, I forgot all about that. He was wearing a bull onesie. But it was all foiled because... Who
1: gets up at 2 o'clock in the morning and fixes Skeddy?
0: Who gets up at 2 o'clock in the morning and fixes Skeddy? I heard it from the other room. The bull was just whistling through those teeth. Somebody, and I knew it was him. Somebody with jacked up teeth in a bull costume. That's <laughs> who fixes Skeddy at 2 o'clock in the morning in Florida. 96, one kiss. Mikey and Bob, Ninety six one Kiss. It is the uh, Morning Freak Show. I went to Heinz History Center uh, yesterday. How'd you like that? That's good. It was fun. My daughter Addison is on a Mr. Rogers kick right now, which I'm all for. You know, it was just his what 90th, uh would have been his 90th birthday. Yeah, yeah. Like uh like last week. And then he got his his own stamp, Mr. Rogers. I mean, such a huge deal across the country, but of course here in Pittsburgh, Mr. Rogers, everybody loves Mr. Rogers. So uh she started like asking about him, and I started, you know, telling her, like, yeah, I grew up watching Mr. Rogers. Everybody grew up watching Mr. Rogers, you know? He's the the best. And uh, she wanted to watch some episodes, and I'm like, eh, all right, let's... You know, I didn't know if... See how it holds up? Yeah, I didn't know if, like, she would be like, eh, okay, this is, like, kind of old and these puppets are weird and... Like, a show like Mr. Rogers with just the puppets and how the sets are made themselves, like, that doesn't even get made No, nowadays, you Mm. know? They would just kind of, like, laugh it off and be like, oh, really? You're going to do hand puppets? All right, yeah. All right, get on out of We're here. We're not going to animate the puppets? What? Exactly. Exactly. So we watched some episodes over the weekend, and she was, like, all in. So she's on, like, a Mr. Rogers kick, and I'm like, you know, we can go. Heinz uh, History Center has a whole Mr. Rogers display right now. Like, you can see the bench and everything. They they got his one of his sweaters there. They got his shoes there, and she was just, I'm like, they got King Friday's castle, and And she was all in. So we went to Heinz History Center yesterday and she wanted a picture with everything in the building, Mr. Rogers related, left with a Mr. Rogers shirt, Mr. Rogers mug. So she's all in. I watched an episode over the weekend where they were uh, milking cows. Oh. And it was at a Turner's farm, too. Was Mr. Rogers milking a now, cow? No, I was waiting for that. Like, that was my lead-up. I was just like, oh, boy, are we about to see Mr. Rogers milk a cow? You know, back in, like, the 80s or something like that, I was ready for it. But no. Right, right. No, they didn't. They just put, like... Uh, uh, these pumping devices on the cows' udders, and Mister Rogers just watched that and watched a thing fill up with milk. But uh, I mean, the whole process. When Mister Rogers left Mister Rogers' neighborhood, you know it was going to be a special episode. You know, you were about to see how something gets made, mm-hmm. and it's special. So yeah, she was all in on Heinz uh, History Center and all in on Mister Rogers. A uh, big salute to all the kids and the the parents who took the kids to the March for Our Lives uh, rally. Did they really say, city officials are saying like 30,000 people yesterday for the rally? In Pittsburgh, yeah. And they expected about 3,000, so... Saturday, it was Saturday. Saturday, what did I say? Yesterday. Oh, okay. Uh, They expected 3,000, 30,000 people showed up at the Pittsburgh event. City officials are saying there was 800,000 estimated at Washington, D.C.'s March for Our Lives event. Really kind of spurred and organized by the Parkland, Florida shooting. Um, at that high school down there and uh, really a lot of the kids down there just basically saying they want some uh, changes to the the gun laws in the country you see the girl that puked on stage I did Samantha Fuente she was one of the people who actually uh, got shot and wounded in the uh, Stoneman Douglas high school shooting so she's up on stage she was in DC right in the big 800,000 people Uh crowd and she
1: lawmakers and politicians will scream guns are not the issue but can't look me in
0: the eye. She's puking. And you can kind of hear the crowd go, ooh. Now they're cheering for her. Now she's laughing it off. I just
1: threw up on international television, and it feels great.
0: Wow. What a recovery. That is uh, that is a magical moment right there. I mean, the uh, the Emma Gonzalez girl from uh, down in Parkland too, you know, the uh, girl with the shaved head who has kind of become the face of, uh, of of that school and their message and stuff like that. She gave a speech where there was like six minutes of silence, which was the silence that, the, you know, the shooter was in the school for. And, you know, that was a powerful speech. But man, when you puke on stage like that and then just continue going, that is uh, that is pretty impressive right there. Uh, So about 30,000 people, they say, downtown uh, Pittsburgh for the March for Our Lives. So, yeah, salute to all the kids that uh, went out to that and uh, hope everybody is registered to vote, too, because that's how uh, change happens if you're for change. Uh, making sure you get out there, register to vote, and vote whenever the uh, next elections uh, come around. By the way, we're we're about to start uh, charity walk season, Bob. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we will be. It's almost like one or two every month that me and Bob will be involved in some sort of charity walk. So just follow along with us, you guys. Uh, hopefully, we'll support some causes that are close to our hearts. Come out and uh, walk next Saturday. Uh, the race for Grace will be uh, next Saturday, April seventh at Norwin High School. Uh, Tamara and Brian Ekes, we have been uh, friends with them for a while now. They lost their five-year-old daughter, Grace, on Valentine's Day back in 2008 to a form of pediatric brain cancer. So they've been doing this race for grace. Such a great family uh, for years now. Yeah, it really is. It is one of the biggest walks we do. So mm-hmm. that'll be next Saturday at Norwin high school. If you want to register, if you want to donate to the reflections of grace foundation, reflections of grace.org. Again, that's reflections of grace.org. If you want to sign up, if you want to donate and join us next Saturday, we will be out there. Norwin high school for the race for grace. Nine, six, one. Yes. Miss Mikey and Bob this morning. Have you ever worn a nightgown, Bob? Have you ever worn a, uh, a uh, like a silky nightgown? Yeah. <laughs> Everybody should wear a silky nightgown. The truth. Mikey and Bob, 961 one, kiss the uh, morning freak show. I was just mentioning how I uh, I took my daughter to the Heinz uh, History Center. My daughter Addison yesterday. She's all about Mister Rogers' Neighborhood right now. Watched a bunch of uh, older episodes over the weekend, so she wanted to go see a few things. Right. Uh, William tweets here. You got to take your daughter to uh, St. Vincent College to check out the Fred Rogers building. Even more stuff there from the show donated by his wife. Oh, man. I got to be honest. Is there some sort of Mr. Rogers, some part of the show, some part of Mr. Rogers in every sort of museum or... Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Around the Pittsburgh... There has to be, right? Like, Children's Children's Museum. Museum. I want to say even like right now for the anniversary and everything, it's like... I think the airport has a Fred Rogers display. Probably, man. I'm telling you, I think that that is just a Pittsburgh thing. Any sort of museum, any place like that, any sort of exhibit has to have some sort of Mr. Rogers. If it's within an hour of Pittsburgh. To just be, it, it should, should just be. be if like. If it's not, it should be. Like the Science Center probably has something Mr. Rogers someplace, right? I can't think off the top of my head, even though I've been to the Science Center. There's got to be something mister Rogersy. In the science center. Yeah. Yep. Like you should be able to pet a Mr. Rogers sweater and get the static electricity and then touch a doorknob and get shocked or something like that. It's just such a, such a yin's thing. Mr. Rogers in every museum. It's gotta be right. Uh, last week on the show, Bob, let me, let me take everybody back to last week on the show. We have been playing a lot of animal mating noises lately on the show. More than usual. Usually we'll, we'll do a story where we look up some sort of animal mating and then we hear the noise that that animal makes and we're just like, wow, uh, really? That's what a bobcat mating sounds like? That's impressive. And then we usually leave it alone. We got on a run lately where we have just been playing a ton of animal mating on the show. And I said last week, I said, okay, I got to put a stop to it. No more animal mating for the rest of the month on the show. Right? You remember that? I do. <laughs> and then you were out sick for three days last week. So I believe it was Monday or Tuesday where I said, okay, pump the brakes here. No more animal mating on the show. And then Bob gets sick last week. So, we have, <laughs> so I'm sitting here trying to play old stuff on the show, you know, because n- neither of us were here last week for three days. I played a lot of animal mating. I don't know what else to do. Sometimes it just feels natural. I just, I got scared. I'm like, eh, let's play animal mating. Go to our safe space. I, li- <laughs> I lied to myself. <laughs> I lied to everybody. I just, you're right. That's what it is. Just just embrace who we are. You're, you're going to probably get animal mating at some point if you're listening to the show. Uh, which leads us into Today in Freak Show History. <laughs> Brought to us by our friends at Mo's Southwest Grill. Welcome to, Welcome Mo's. to Mo's. Here we go! Today, today in, in freak, freak, freak Show History. Show history. history. Today! For today in Freak Show History, brought to us by Mo Southwest Grill, we take you back a couple years. Uh, we were watching uh, a show. I don't even remember what this was. on National Geographic. It was, uh, it was this, I don't know, so, some guy with one cameraman. So it was just two people on a remote island. No humans are even on this island. There's just a bunch of turtles. And they stumbled upon turtle mating. And hear a
1: call over here. Sort of like, ooh, ooh <laughs> kind of pushing, blowing oh, kind of stuff. yeah. Intriguing sound, but it's uh-huh. a big sound to come against the wind.
0: You got to investigate, right? Mating tortoises. Mating tortoises, they find. Yeah.
1: They've stopped mating now, and I'm not sure if that's because we've got a bit close Uh-oh. or if they've just finished, but it, either way, it's a wonderful thing to experience, right?
0: The, the male turtle knows what's going on. He is now stopped and is looking over.
1: He, he got wind of us.
0: Don't move. Don't move, my. He spotted him. This
1: is the male saying, hey. I think you've interrupted my mating session.
0: They have like footage here yeah. of the, the male turtle who just got interrupted in a beautiful lovemaking session chasing this explore guy and it is the slowest, saddest chase ever.
1: And what's just amazing is that they're completely relentless to make sure you're well off his territory.
0: Yeah, he, let him finish! With this
1: whopping great tortoise determined to take a bit out of my leg. Mm. You can't blame him. He's in the bushes over there mating on- He wants to bite. beautiful private quiet <laughs> island and, and I pitch up to take a look so who
0: can blame in the background just, just see you, buddy
1: I'm faster than you
0: after all yeah so then they uh, they took off if you've never heard the sounds that he's describing turtle mating I mean we've played them on the show right, before right. It, is, it is a sound that you would want to investigate more right <laughs> listen to that you hear that in the bushes oh there's one there's a there's a bigger one there you go <laughs> alright big finish big finish <laughs> No way! No, no, no! I've watched a lot of turtle mating. Oh, no. That may be the best noise I've ever heard a turtle make. <laughs> 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 it's way too early for this, bro! It's a... <laughs> Can say I'm, proud. I'm sorry that I let you down. Let you down. All these voices in my head get loud. I wish that I could shut them up. I'm sorry that I let you down. Let that let you down. Yeah. I guess I'm a disobedient. Ikea, Bob, it is the ninety-six-one Kiss Morning Freak Show. In just a couple minutes, we give you another keyword to text in. Somebody is going to win $1,000. We're going to give you a keyword. You text it into to 200, 200. Chance at $1,000 next year on the Kiss Morning Freak Show. Uh, I was talking about Mr. Rogers. I went to Heinz History Center with my daughter uh, yesterday. Mr. Rogers display. And then really started thinking... That every sort of Pittsburgh exhibit, every sort of Pittsburgh display, every museum in Pittsburgh has to have some sort of Mr. Rogers. Donnie tweets here, there's a model of Mr. Rogers' neighborhood on the miniature railroad and village at Carnegie Science Center. There it is. Every every place has to have Mr. Rogers in it, right? It's the best. Uh, Steve tweets us, The turtle mating noise might be a number one seed if you guys ever make an animal mating bracket. It's just so damn good. Yeah, I agree. Out of all of the animals that I have heard mate, all the animal mating noises, if we put them into some sort of bracket, like the NCAA tournament, I don't know if turtle mating ever loses at all. It's too good. Luna tweets, thank you for the Today in Freak Show history clip. Hearing turtle mating noises has made my birthday that much better. Love you guys. Wow. Happy birthday, turtle sex. I mean, turtles are just, I think they're the original one we played ever. I think it was, too. I don't remember playing any animal mating noises on the show. i The original one had to be good for us to be like, yeah, we really need to let everybody know what a turtle sounds, yeah, what right. Makes. Yep. Because like the other ones we play now, it's just fun now and it's become a thing on the show. But I think originally to bring animal mating noises to the masses, I think turtles were the first one. And still the best, undefeated, never lost. Natalie tweets here, I might be in Chicago, but I'm waking up to Mikey and Bob for my good luck before presenting the 500 students later today. Oh my God. Wow. I, I don't know if I'd like to talk in front of a group of people that size. Do we know how many people listen to us in the morning? A lot more than 500. Well, I know that. But we don't have to face them. Like, do you know the number of people that actually listen to us in the morning? I don't. I don't. Neither do I. Like, I know what our ratings are, but I never know how to convert that to people. And if I actually thought about how many people are listening to our every word and our every animal mating noise, I'd probably barf. But it's so different just being here in this little studio, you know? It'd be weird facing 500 people and then be like this is what turtles sound like and like <laughs> right? hitting a button and then that happens. I <laughs> like I we are fine talking on the radio to however many people are listening to our our show. <laughs> but to speak in front of a group of 500 people, I'd be nervous in my barf. But you're right. I, I don't know if uh, we could stand up. Uh, maybe we could give a presentation somewhere mm. on animal mating noises. No? Mm. You think we're experts enough? Yeah. Probably. Pittsburgh Zoo. Mikey and Bob animal mating exhibit. Let's do it. Could you imagine that? Go to the Pittsburgh Zoo. It's got like cardboard cut out of me and you it's in front of all the animals. And come you around push, the corner. You push a button and it makes the noise. Oh, my God. You'd be the best exhibit at the zoo. <laughs> And then, like, you could watch a video, too? Oh, man. Video might be a bit much. Eh, you know. The noises are fun for everybody. Well, okay. Put put the button to hit the video up high enough that only adults can reach it, okay? You got... you Kids, you can listen to the noises... But adults have to reach for the video button. You have to be a certain height to get the video button. Or it's behind like a a beaded curtain where you have to be an adult to go behind. It's like, all right, let's get nasty. Who wants to see, wants to see live nude animals? <laughs> what are we talking about? What's happening? Uh, good luck, Natalie, on your uh, speaking thing in Chicago. All else fails, think of live nude animals. And don't barf. Mikey and Bob, it is the ninety-six-one Kiss Morning Freak Show. Uh, we were just talking about how uh, maybe at the zoo they should do some sort of Mikey and Bob animal mating exhibit where you could press a button and hear the noises different animals uh, make when they mate. Uh, Andrew tweets here with a good point. They already have zoo keys. That's right. Remember, you go, to, you go to the zoo, you get one of the zoo keys, and you can you know put it in like the machine in front of whatever the exhibit, and it tells you a little bit of info about that animal. Should we do an adult zuki? Well, it, yeah, Andrew says maybe there's a Mikey and Bob Zuki. Maybe that's what we need. Mikey and Bob zoo keys to where if you have our Zuki and you put it in the zoo key slot, it just be it just tells you like, hey, this is what a turtle sounds like. Hey, I see you're looking at tigers. Here's what? Here's a tiger mating noise. Like, I know people go to the zoo to see the animals. How many people go to the zoo with the keys to actually sit there and listen to the facts of the animals? Yeah, there might be some people that take it serious. But how many people would take a Mikey and Bob key that just made mating noises? Wow. I think we're on to something. Coming up next on the show... Sheboygan police hunting for a cereal toilet clogger I like everything we have going on here a serial toilet clogger next on the show I mean mm-hmm. how do you turn the show off now we got a serial toilet clogger next it's Mikey and Bob kiss morning freak show Mikey and Bob it is the uh 961 kiss morning freak show uh Steve tweets us I'm dropping money on that Mikey and Bob Pittsburgh zoo key for sure I'd spend at least an extra ten dollars for the animal mating noises telling you we're on to something another tweet here uh pittsburgh zoo on valentine's day has a fancy dinner that includes a presentation on animal mating yeah they've been doing that for a few years now i think we knew about that yeah yeah i mean i'm talking about a year-round mikey and bob pittsburgh zoo key that only plays animal mating noises because to me animal mating is something that should be taught more than just on valentine's day This uh, next story happened in Wisconsin. Here's the tease for it. Sheboygan police hunting for a serial toilet clogger.
1: Yeah, you heard it right. A toilet clogger. Tonight, the bizarre object he or she used to wreck the plumbing system and the unbelievable number of times the suspect is accused of doing it.
0: (laughs) Okay, I'm all in. What a tease. What object did they use? Is log the object? <laughs> do you know the rest of the story? Is it is it a log, Bob? Special log? Okay. It's not your typical police investigation. Officers
1: are searching for a serial toilet clogger yep. who's costing the city of Sheboygan thousands
0: of dollars. P- pray for Sheboygan? Are he thousands we, in toilets? Do we need to start a GoFundMe for Sheboygan, Wisconsin toilets? Police say that
1: the suspect has damaged a public women's toilet at a popular community center yeah. more than two dozen times over the past two Yay! years. What's being used to be The toilet is, I guess, rather untraditional. (laughs) Dozen
0: times? That's the tease right there. Over two dozen times, this person has clogged the toilet, and they keep telling us what they're using to clog the toilet is unusual. Oh God, Mary's back in there again. (laughs) So whoever's clogging the toilet isn't just clogging it by themselves, (laughs) right? No. There's not a serial clogger who's actually going to the bathroom and doing log clogs, right? What a superpower, though. If there was, could you imagine that? Costing taxpayers thousands of dollars because their logs are too powerful for any community toilet. The suspect uses twenty-ounce soda bottles. Okay, they're using twenty-ounce soda bottles to clog the toilets and basically break the toilets. Like that's a, that's a pretty good size. Like that is like flushing a, a twenty-ouncer. That's a perfect size right there to clog up a toilet. It'll go right down in that hole, Oof. clog it right up. Could you imagine if somebody dropped logs like a 20-ounce paw bottle? My God! He actually sticks them directly gift. into the pipes. Oh, my goodness. You know, Sue, I, we went to enchilada night last night. And listen, Sue's dropping 20 ounces. okay? <laughs> it's bad. It's bad. The toilet's broke. Put up an out-of-order sign or something like that, huh? Enchilada night was not good to Sue. Causing a huge
1: mess leaving the city to clean up. Yeah. Surveillance cameras recently installed here at the DeLand Community Center <laughs> along Lake Michigan. You
0: gotta put up cameras to catch the poop, right? Reveal
1: that potty plugger is an adult man who goes...
0: An adult man is the, the potty
1: plugger? ...inside the women's bathroom at night when no one is around. Yeah. Police say he's struck three times so far this year, 14 times last year, wow. and at least 12 times back in 2016. That is incredible.
0: This man has been clogging toilets for uh, multiple years now and does it, you know, at at least 10 times a year. And sometimes the plastic bottles can't just be flushed out. The
1: city has to remove the toilet entirely.
0: Man, RIP to the Wisconsin, the Sheboygan toilets. They don't know who he is? No, just stuffing pot bottles in
1: there. So far, $3,000 worth of fixes are already down the drain. Sheboygan police asking everyone to be extra vigilant in reporting any suspicious activity around this women's bathroom. Police also (laughs) confirming the suspect has struck another nearby women's public restroom, but mainly targets this one.
0: I like that they're going with the whole if you see something, say something campaign now. Officer. To try to catch the person who's <laughs> flushing pot bottles and ruining toilets in Sheboygan, Wisconsin. Something doesn't look right. If you see something, say something. We got to save the toilets in Sheboygan, Wisconsin. Nine, six, one KISS yes. Mikey and Bob, 96.1 KISS We are the uh, Morning Freak Show. Steven tweets here. I describe your show to someone who's never listened to Uh, The show as listen when you're tired of the usual morning radio show. All right. I'll I'll take that. I'll take that. Seems fair. It doesn't say we're good. It just says we're different. I think that's how you describe our show. Uh, Might not be good, but different. If you're tired of usual morning radio, then probably come here. Come join our party with whatever the hell we're doing here. Opening day? Huh? What? Is it baseball time? I'm not ready for this. Next Monday. The Pirates uh, kick off their season Thursday at Detroit, taking on the Tigers. They got like a three-game series uh, in Detroit. And then, yeah, Monday is the home opener versus the Minnesota Twins. How's tickets looking for the home opener? There, bring uh, up the uh, screen there, Bob. Yeah, How's I just it looking? clicked it open, and there are plenty of tickets still available. Usually, the home opener is pretty pretty close to a sellout, if not a sellout, every year. No matter no matter what the status of the Pirates like team I, is, Be, I, it's just an event to go to opening oh, day, right? Man, I search for a pair, yeah, and there's still pairs that you can get behind, like the Pirates dugout. In section like 120 through section 124 every section has open seats yeah pretty much every section yeah are, are, are 300 level tickets really 50 bucks I wonder why those are open Gee, good god man there is no human being who should be paying 50 bucks to sit and watch the pirates in the upper level at PNC Park those tickets should be $10 at the most Every game, all season long. At the most. At the most, $10. There is no chance anybody should be paying $50 for what this upper management has put on the field so far, uh, what they're starting the season with, and what they've done this offseason. There's no way you should be paying $50 for an upper level seat. That is insane. Like a $100 ticket behind the Pirates dugout? Okay. All yeah, right. Right. I, I can see that. And then I just scrolled up. I'm like, holy crap! $50 to sit up top. Who, why? So home opener is uh Monday versus the Twins. But then uh what is it the second game of the season? Yeah, the second home game of the season. They're already doing Buck Night? Uh yes. Oh boy. Yeah, yeah, they're there. $1 tickets for the April 4th game versus the Minnesota Twins through the MLB Ballpark app in $1 hot dogs and $1 popcorn. So the second game of the season and management's already going, listen, we just got to get people in home openers, not selling second game of the season is already going to be buck night. Yeah. And then we read the Facebook comments. Where, we are going to a very deep, dark place on the internet. Yep. Everyone is a GM. Yep. Everyone is a coach. Everyone oh, is going yeah. to get traded. Everything, Everything sucks. sucks. <laughs> it's time for Pirates Facebook comments. Okay. Uh, Pirates second game of the season. They're already trying to get you in with uh dollar hot dogs. It is a buck night. Jason a here still $1 too much to watch that team free is too much they would have to pay me uh let's go with matt s buck off nutting this city hates you you're a coward that doesn't have the fortitude to get in front of a microphone and answer questions from someone not affiliated with the team i can't wait for opening day when the protesters come out in waves to show what a crook you really are i don't think anybody's gonna be protesting management opening day i think people are already doing that by not buying tickets and not selling out opening day Yeah, i don't think anybody's paying that 50 bucks to get in in a protest bill l here i think i'd rather spend that dollar going to see the altoona curve fun atmosphere and usually competitive larry m wow they are desperate in the season hasn't even started yet what a joke not giving one buck to bob this season Chris K. Don't give him a dime. He'll try to take it a dollar at a time. Boycott the Pirates. Stop giving nutting your money. Evan L. Been to a lot of April games back in the day. It's freaking freezing, but we still went. I will no longer go to any games with this owner and his Trump-loving parrot, Frank. Joe C. Is Frank in the parrot costume? Joe C. Nope. Don't put a single penny in Bobblehead Bob's wallet. Screw him (laughs) and the horse he rode in on. Hey, we don't need to screw the horse. Does he have a horse? I don't know. I'm learning a lot. Frank Coonley in a horse costume. (laughs) Screw him. (laughs) These are Pirates Facebook comments after they announced second game of the season is already going to be a buck night. They're having trouble. They're, They're struggling already. There hasn't been a game yet, and they're already struggling to get people pumped about the pirate season. Uh, We'll end here with uh, Diane F. Refund my money for the Cutch jersey I bought around Christmas. Oh, Oh, damn. I mean, Diane, listen. An Andrew McCutcheon jersey will always be solid. He's an all-time great Pirate. He did nothing wrong. He left the city on good terms. There is no shame in owning an Andrew McCutcheon jersey. They've been trying to trade him, though, for a good year before Christmas, Diane. Yeah, Diane, if you were looking for an actual player that would be on the team, I don't know if any jersey's safe other than... I mean, an Andrew McCutcheon jersey's safe just because he's a, an all-time great Pirate. Uh, just get a Clemente jersey or something like that. You cannot trust one Pirates jersey right now. They have a full Major League team, not one. and you cannot be confident buying one player's jersey. That they're going to be around for the end of this season, if if any more than that. Yo, they need to start selling just Pirate Parrot jerseys. Nobody wants, nobody wants that. It's Frank Coonley. Frank Coonley's in the Pirate Parrot costume. And screw him and the horse he rode in on. <laughs> Diane wants her money refunded Bob nodding for the Cuts jersey she bought around Christmas. By the way, can we send Diane's Cuts jersey to the Crossroads? Oh, drive, drive, so you won't be lonely. Damn, yeah, Diane, you, you, won't won't lonely. you won't be There goes Diane's Cuts jersey. So you won't be And a Menemus Cuts jersey. And a Cuts jersey. Damn. Just got it for Christmas in Diane's Cuts jersey already. To the crossroads. Get excited, Pirates fans, or probably not. 96.1 Kiss. Follow and tweet the 96.1 Kiss Morning Freak Show. Got a tweet here from uh, Mike. Turned on Mikey and Bob. The first thing I hear is Mikey screaming, who milked the camel? At FS Mikey and at FS Big Bob. Mikey and Bob, 96.1 Kiss. It's the uh, Morning Freak Show. Get our podcast every day. You can stream and download full episodes. iHeartRadio. Just search for Mikey and Bob Radio. Easy way to listen to the show without the songs, without the commercials. High today, 53 degrees. Nice today. Yeah, Sunny not, and warm not today. Not bad, not bad. And then it all goes to crap, right? Uh just I think it's supposed to rain. It's gonna it's still gonna be warm. It's not like we're getting snow. Are we done with snow, by the way? Is that we tapped out? Hopefully. It's just supposed to rain all week after today. Yeah. On and off, so. <laughs> It's a wet week today. Uh, plenty of snow still up at Seven Springs when we were up there Saturday for the annual pond skim event. Pretty fun. Thank you to New Belgium Brewing, Seven Springs, for having us up there. That was a good time. Yeah. A lot of people in costumes uh, skiing and trying to skim across two uh, two ponds that they made there not, at not Seven Not many Springs. made it. Not many made it. No, if you want to see some pictures of some of the costumes and some of the uh, video of people just uh, flopping into the water... Uh, Mikey and Bob Page 961 kiss.com Uh next story out of Oregon Do you say Oregon or do you say Oregon? Oregon 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 Or it's Oregon, right? Oregon I think I Oregon every now and then. Oregon Yeah, I think I Oregon. Like Oregon. Yeah, I think I Oregon every now and then. Oregon 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 If I say Oregon, I don't think people are going to like call me out though, right? Or Oregon That's how you say it correctly. Oregon. 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 Yeah. And now I should know that because remember that old-ass computer game you used to play when we were growing up? Oregon Trail? Yes. What a classic game that was. Did they ever remake that game? I feel Mm -hmm. like they should remake that game now. How do you remake that game, though? I don't know. Like it was pretty priceless as it was. I mean, just to have you, you drive around in a buggy, but I, there's gotta be so generic though. It can't be like fancy. Now, you know, you cross rivers, you get dysentery, you buy items, uh, you trade and barter, your aunt's leg fell off. This sounds like a horrible Would game. you like give her medicine? Hey, yeah. no, I'm gonna, I'm keep gonna, moving. I'm gonna throw this out right now. Oregon trail sucked. <laughs> <laughs> did. Wow. It was all we had the only reason it was good it's all we knew listen i'm not one of those people who's going to be nostalgic for things as i get older oregon trail it sucked it took you like it was all we seconds had. from like we, had. we should redo this then you're just like eh, no well then i started really going down the list of what the oregon trail game included i'm like this game sucked what was this game uh, this game was just fun because we all played it in school you know In, like, what, the 90s? was Was Oregon Trail, 90s? Better than doing work? That's what I'm saying. That was the only reason, like, if you were in a computer class or something. It's the only reason it was good is because you were playing it when you were in school. Nobody's going home and playing Oregon Trail. It was only good because you were doing it at school. As much like Mario teaches typing. (laughs) You remember Mario teaches typing? (laughs) Mario from the Mario Brothers. I you do. remember that? I do, you I do. You hit the letter, isn't it? Man, that was awesome. No, it wasn't! That it sucked wasn't. too! That sucked too! The it only was, reason it was good because you're doing it at school! It was a trap. What? Make you do work. Lure me in with Mario Brothers, and then try to teach me how to type? Bastards. Giving us crappy computer games. <laughs> what are we doing? Oregon for yep. the next story here this happened at an oregon mcdonald's listen to this a mcdonald's customer in oregon gets violent wait she said oregon she said it wrong she right? said oregon yeah i don't know I don't, I don't know jessica tweets here they they remade oregon trail into a card game oh that's like, gotta be awful if, if you could not make it any worse they made it into a card game what do you get like a dysentery card pull a card oh. from a pile of sickness let me throw this out here. Every card game blows. Whatever. I'll... There's no fun card game. If you're playing cards, you just... Do you not have an Xbox? Do you not have a PlayStation? What are you doing I'm playing cards? Don't play cards. There's no good card game. When's the last time you played a card game? I don't even, I don't even know. And card games blow, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, to Oregon we go listen to this a McDonald's customer in Oregon gets violent after an employee refuses to fill an order police say 37
1: year old Jedediah Fulton attempted to destroy the chain's golden arches after being denied an order of 30 double cheeseburgers
0: all right, hold on. my man went after the sign my man time out <laughs> 30 double cheese is all it took couple things here first of all we talk about this on the show all the time there is a real... Condition called fast food rage. I don't know what it is with fast food restaurants, but there is something that happens when you're at a fast food restaurant and you're trying to just get your order quick and you're trying to get your order right. That's it. Something happens. If there is an encounter at a fast food restaurant that gives you fast food rage, and it's unlike any other rage, you sure there's road rage. If somebody cuts you off, you have road rage. You want to actually kill somebody. There is fast food rage, and it's a real thing. This person had fast food rage at McDonald's and tried to rip down the golden arches. Tried to rip down the sign because they wouldn't get him. What did he tried to order? 30 burgers? 30, 30 double cheeses. What the Fulton hell? Fulton also destroyed
1: a banner at the restaurant. Police arrested Fulton on charges of disorderly conduct, wow. criminal
0: trespassing, and criminal mischief. Wow. My man. There's always going to be more double cheeseburgers. If you're ordering 30 double cheeseburgers for McDonald's, I feel like you got to call ahead, right? Don't you have to give him a heads up? I feel like that's what happened. Like, he wanted 30 double cheeseburgers, maybe for himself, or maybe he's having some sort of get-together, and didn't call ahead, and they they gave him something like, hey, man, we can't make you 30 double cheeseburgers right now. It's going to take us a while. Like, you could be here for an hour. And then he tried to rip down the golden arches. (laughs) Uh, Everybody is now tweeting me, uh, ripping on us, because they're saying Cards Against Humanity. Is an amazing card game. All right, I'll give you that one. That, I guess. All right, Cards Against Humanity. We'll throw that one as an okay card game. I've never actually played it. Every other card. You never play Cards Against Humanity? No. Nope, nope. All right. Well, it, that's about the only decent card game I'll <laughs> go with. I sadly don't have enough friends. Oregon Trail blows. <laughs> uh, all their card games blow. Cards Against Humanity is acceptable. And yeah, you know what? I really don't have enough friends to play. Maybe that's why we're against. Uh, card games. is because we don't have enough friends to actually play. Uh, thank you for listening to our show. Please be our friend. Play card games with us. It's Mikey and Bob. I'm a-
1: I'm a- I'm a- yeah, I
0: Mikey and Bob, one Kiss. It's the Morning Freak Show. Couple minutes here. We give you another keyword to text in to 200-200. You could win a $1,000 next here on the show. Uh, the show, much like we always describe it, is a uh, is a train that leaves the station at 6 a.m. fully intact, Choo-choo. on its way to its destination. And then, as the show goes along, as we lose control of any direction of the show, the train cars catch on fire, uh, they break away from the train, and somehow we end at 10 a.m. Just one single flaming mass, yeah. A disaster. We can never keep the show on the tracks. We can never keep the train cars intact. Uh, we were just mentioning a story about a guy in uh, Oregon. I've completely fried my brain now. We don't know how to pronounce Oregon. Is it Oregon? Is it Oregon? There's a guy at McDonald's who got pissed because he get, couldn't get thirty double cheeseburgers and tried to rip down the Golden Arches. But then we started. I I said Oregon in ice. S- just, you know, every now and then you'll say a word that kind of fries your brain. You're like, Oregon, 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 Oregon. But then when I said Oregon, I said, well, it's not the Oregon Trail. It's the Oregon Trail. Must be Oregon. Now, Oregon Trail, if you're maybe a younger listener of the show, was this old ass computer game that we played in school in like probably the 90s, right? Uh, They still have it in schools. My wife just texted me. They still have it. My wife's substitute teacher. They still have it. Wait, did they update it? No, no, I think it's still the OG. Whoa! What are we teaching the kids here? They still got Oregon Trail in schools? Yeah, yep, yep. Oh, dear God. Can we fund schools better and get Oregon Trail the hell up out of there? (laughs) Oregon Trail, though, is the only time you ever hear about dysentery, right? Nobody actually gets dysentery. That was just a thing you got in make-believe Oregon Trail. Is dysentery a real thing? I don't even know what that is. I think it's diarrhea. I think it's like week-long diarrhea. What Look up dysentery right now. Sad dad. I bet that's what you had last week when you were out for three days with I diarrhea. Didn't even have diarrhea. Yeah, you had three days. That's why we weren't on air for three days. We had to run best-of shows because Bob I, had dysentery last I did week. Not. Yeah. Infection of the intestines. Yeah, Severe diarrhea. So that's what dysentery is. So back in the olden days when they had covered wagons and stuff and they were on the frontier, yeah, you could die from diarrhea. Steve says the best way to handle it is it's always Oregon unless you're talking about the Oregon Trail. Well, that doesn't make any sense. None at all. Kind of excited about that I learned what dysentery was. Never really uh, understood it. Travis tweets here Cards Against Humanity is a great card game, but then again, you're usually drinking too. See, that's another thing. I think Cards Against Humanity, because we were saying all card games really really blow, let's be honest. Cards Against Humanity, usually you bust that out when you're with a big group of people, and you're usually all drinking. So I think alcohol really plays into the fun against Cards Against Humanity. You ever play Cards Against Humanity sober? Not as fun. But then is any game really as fun if you're sober? No. Oregon Trail Sober? Mm-mm. Ryan tweets here, What Do You Meme is a way better card game than Cards Against Humanity. It's basically the same thing but with memes, and the cards you play on the memes are hilarious. Have you ever played that game? No, huh. Yeah, What Do You Meme? You've played that? Yep. That's actually pretty fun. I played that with uh, with my mom and my daughter. That's actually a pretty fun game. The only problem with What Do You mean? is, Is like, all right, it's a card game and you play different memes and they're funny and everybody has a good time. The problem is there's not enough cards. So you can only play like really one or two games because then you're getting the same memes over and over again and they're not as funny as the first time you see the cards. Or that that one's almost better to play drunk, too. That one's definitely better to play drunk all card games, I would say, are better to play drunk. That's why they only, re- you're only playing card games when you're with a big group of people and you're all drinking. That's it. Kyle just tweets here, I got dysentery last week. Mikey Bob, it is the 961 Kiss Morning Freak Show. Board games suck, right? Like, don't all board, are board games? What are we doing with board games? How are those still a thing? It's <laughs> the last time you bought a board game. I, I don't even like know. Like, every board game now is an app. Yeah, pretty so much. So if you want to play, like, Trouble or Sorry or Shoots and Ladders, it probably made an app out of that already, right? Board games suck. Oregon. Oregon or that threw it all off this morning uh listen to our station on your smart speaker you got amazon alexa you got google home all you have to do uh, if you got alexa say alexa play 96.1 kiss on iHeartRadio. radio if you got google home okay google play 96.1 kiss on iHeartRadio. radio you can also uh tell it to play our podcast too yep play the mikey and bob podcast on iHeartRadio and uh, get everything on the free iHeartRadio app or through your smart speaker now, Alexa, or uh, Google Home. An ex-Major League Baseball pitcher, uh, pitcher got millions for punching a naked man on LSD. It's quite the headline. Let's see what we got here. A retired Rockies relieving pitcher will receive $2.3 million in a settlement from the man who allegedly ruined his career. Two years ago, Greg Reynolds used his pitching hand to punch a naked man high on LSD who broke into Reynolds' home. (laughs) Reynolds says his hand was never the same, so he sued for damages. And that led to the $2.3 million verdict. Okay, I've never heard of this guy, so he wasn't a great pitcher. No. Greg Reynolds... Won $2.3 million for punching a naked guy high on LSD. He was the number two pick in the 2006 uh, MLB draft by the Colorado Rockies. I mean, even if he's a really... He's got to throw hard as hell. Spent three seasons in the majors before going to Japan. In 2015, he wanted to bring uh, bring his career back and hopefully catch on with a Major League team, but that's when he was attacked by oh. a 19-year-old Oh no. who was attempting to destroy his mailbox. Naked. Naked on LSD before attacking uh, Greg Reynolds, the pitcher, and chasing him back into his home. He tried to get into the guy's home, the pitcher's home. That's when Reynolds punched him in the face. Suffered fractures in his knuckles from the punch. Effectively, ending his Major League Baseball career, he was ordered, him and his wife, $2.3 million. What a sad ending to the career. Sad? How is that sad? This guy's career was basically done. He only lasted a couple seasons in the majors. He was playing in Japan. Yeah, I guess he, he was trying to make a comeback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, it's almost like a gift was given to him—a naked man in his in his yard. I'm telling you, if I could, if there was something like, high on if, LSD, if you could make the choice right now, now listen, I'll say it right here. I'm sure that guy loved playing baseball. I'm yeah, sure anybody sure. who's in in the majors loves playing baseball. They, I'm sure, they love it. And we absolutely love our jobs here. We have the best jobs. I mean, better than professional athletes. We don't even have to take our jobs serious. Professional athletes do. If I told you right now, though, Bob, you could go home. There's going to be a naked man on LSD waiting for you. (laughs) All you have to do is punch him in the face for $2.3 million. But you couldn't do the show anymore. Wow. Would you punch the naked guy? I think I got to throw that punch, right? I think I'm punching the naked guy. You'd be stupid if you didn't, right? That's it. That guy doesn't have to worry about money for the rest of his life because he punched a naked guy on LSD. Especially who knows what happens once he gets in your house naked. Oh, man. If he's trying to get in the house and you stop him with a punch, so you would take 2.3 to punch the naked guy on LSD? Bare high cheeks all over your couch? Yep. That can't happen. Didn't tackle him or anything. Just punched him right out. $2.3 million for Greg Reynolds, former MLB pitcher, for taking out the naked guy. Uh, We got to tell you about our friends over at Blue Apron. They are the best. The number one fresh ingredient and recipe delivery service in the country is Blue Apron. Me and Bob use Blue Apron. It's time for you to hop aboard. It all shows up right to your porch. They have a two-person meal plan. They have a family meal plan. They actually have a wine plan where you can pick up to six bottles. uh, from their winemakers delivered monthly right fresh to your front door. It's all about the convenience with Blue Apron, fresh pre-proportioned ingredients, step-by-step recipes. You can make these amazing meals in under 45 minutes like pan-fried chicken breast. With sweet and tangy zucchini. Mmm, Blue Apron. Tangy zucchini. Mm. So you get Blue Apron. You have the meal sent to you. Like I said, two-person meal plan, family meal plan. The meals are easy to make. They really are. 12 new recipes each week, and it's good ingredients, too. Only non-GMO ingredients and meat with no added hormones. Good stuff, Blue Apron. Um, Plus, you guys can get $30 off your first order. Just visit BlueApron.com slash Mikey and Bob $30 off your first order blueaproncom slash Mikey and Bob and check out this week's menu with all the recipes that you can get hey, if you don't like going grocery shopping and spending that time blue apron get the meals sent right to your house very easy to do you don't have to be some sort of fancy Ooh. chef listen if me and Bob can cook Ooh. blue apron meals anybody can oh. I am a fancy chef and I have an exquisite palate for food. Mm, 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 mm. Oh. $30 off at blueapron.com slash Mikey and Bob. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. Yes. Follow and tweet the 961 Kiss Morning Freak Show. Ryan tweets here, just turned on the radio, and I have no idea what the hell is going on, but I like it. I mean, really, that could be tweeted us at any point of our four-hour show. True. And it would uh, make sense. At FS Mikey and at FS Big Bob. I'm sorry that i let you down. Uh, Mikey and Bob. 96 one kiss the morning freak show high today 53 degrees sunny and warm today not bad Mm-mm. uh kelsey tweets when i was in puerto rico a man yelled at me for saying oregon wrong you say it like oregon 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 like o-r-g-a-n oregon oregon O-R-G-A-N. Oregon? oregon is it just oregon oregon all right and then what was... Is it Oregon Trail? Is that the ge- old computer game you used to play in school? Oregon Trail? Uh-uh. That does seem right. It seems like Oregon Trail, right? Oregon Trail. Uh God. Just let it be. I can't. I don't know what's right and what's wrong. <laughs> it's all wrong. I know dysentery's diarrhea, though. Yep. That so you don't want. No, you don't want that diarrhea. Can people die of dysentery now? Or is that just one of the things that, like, people used to die of? On the Oregon Trail? Yeah, like back in the, you know, when people were pioneers and covered wagons across the country. Can people still, in 2018, die of dysentery? It's probably more of a dehydration issue at this point. Uh, the March for Our Lives uh, marches happened over the weekend in different cities around the country. There was an estimated 800,000 people um, in Washington, D.C., about 30,000 people they're saying around the Pittsburgh region uh we're at the one is was down what was the market square i think is when uh where everybody kind of ended up they yeah. originally expected 3,000 got 30,000 30. for the Pittsburgh march for our lives uh walk against uh against gun violence uh, a lot of the parkland students that were uh you know some that were actually victims of the shooting uh, down at the Stoneman Douglas High School uh, spoke at the uh, the DC one did you see the uh, the rock guy too this guy's all over the news man this is Pennsylvania Blue Mountain School District superintendent who uh, came up with the like I I know when we start talking about gun violence, people, they, like, there's no way to just completely talk about it without people getting all fired up about what it side they're on, whatever. Uh, yeah. But I think most people can agree, this is what the hell, right? Like, I, no matter what you think about guns and gun violence, like, I, I'm pretty sure everybody's looking at this guy like, what? This is what he got? What's happening? This is in Pennsylvania. Where's Blue Mountain? That's like sort of middle of the state, right? Yeah, yeah. Like I feel if you're going like towards Philly, you got to go through the Blue Mountain Tunnel, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. If an armed
1: intruder attempts to gain entrance to any of our classrooms, they will face a classroom full of students armed with rocks, and they will be stoned.
0: There you go. He's got rocks for real. That's his. Uh, that's his solution for all these school shootings. His, uh. Rocks have a, have a bucket of rocks in the uh, in the classrooms. in the classroom. So if there's an active shooter, have a bucket of rocks ready to go. And then throw it. like would rocks really stop? Uh, They'd have to be some big rocks. I feel like if there's an active shooter, rocks aren't really going to slow that person down all them who even thinks of a bucket of rocks
1: you heard that exactly right a Pennsylvania school district is arming its students with rocks placing five gallon buckets full of rocks in every single classroom wow. the Blue Mountain School District Superintendent argues that this practice could save lives but as you can imagine right. it's getting mixed reaction from students parents and even other lawmakers Yeah,
0: most people are just going rocks this guy's got rocks as the uh, solution to all this, he has bucket of rocks. That's what he's going with.
1: Superintendent tells us teachers, staff, and students are all trained in the event of an active shooter. Yeah. And says he sees the rocks as the last resort.
0: All right, well, stand tall, stand proud. Blue Mountain bucket of rocks is up on the board as uh, their solution. Danielle tweets us, people still die of dysentery, mostly in third world countries where they don't have access to clean drinking water. So there you go. People still do die of uh, of dysentery. I mean, most, I guess, uh, industrialized countries, though, like us in the United States. Is anybody in the United States dying from dysentery? I feel like we've probably got a handle on that, right? I think so. By now? Yeah. We just deal with things like Bob being sick for three days last week because he had explosive diarrhea. I didn't even have diarrhea. Glad you're back, man. Ninety-six Black Panther is the top grossing superhero movie of all time in the United States now. Uh, finishes this weekend. It has made $631 million in the United States, passing The Avengers from 2012. Black Panther, number one superhero movie of all time in the United States. Uh, it's passed a billion dollars a while ago. It's yeah. uh, $1.2 billion worldwide now, which just passed Iron Man 3. So worldwide, it is the number three superhero movie of all time Behind the original uh, Avengers and Avengers Age of Ultron. Those both made uh, well over a billion dollars. Black Panther now sits as the 12th highest grossing movie in history of all time. Uh, It did lose at the box office after five weeks at number one. Black Panther loses to Pacific Rim Uprising with uh, John Boyega. That's the big big robots, right? Yes. You ever watched a Pacific Rim movie? No. I watched the original one. How was Eh. it? Uh, You know, uh, you know what you're getting. Yeah, it's not too serious. You're going to have giant robots fighting uh, uh, giant creatures. So, uh, you know, it is what it is. I mean, something kind of entertaining. Was eventually going to beat Black Panther. Yeah. You know what movie I'm kind of excited for? They just had Steven Spielberg on the Today Show. Uh, That Ready Player One movie. That was like a video game movie. I think it was a book. That movie's going to suck. You're not in on Ready Player One? No, video no, no. games, though, man. Nope, video no. games. Steven Spielberg video games. What's that supposed to be? It's gonna you be don't like trust Steven Spielberg with the video game movie? Avatar and video games whoa, mixed into one. Whoa, or... hold on. We're, crap. We're, what did Avatar ever do? Uh, Except be become the weird... number one selling movie of all time and bring an avatar into this? It's not just about the games, man. It's about the story. It's going to be something <laughs> weird like that. It's just like... Wreck-It Ralph two is gonna be better than Ready Player ah! One. <laughs> Wreck-It Ralph two is gonna be better than Ready Player One. It's gonna stink because the hype for Ready Player One is 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 real. Steven Spielberg's behind it. It was a su- successful book that I didn't read because I don't read books. No, here. No, no. A video game book, no. No, I think I'm all in on that, man. March 29th, it comes out. Ready yeah. Player One. I'll at least go see it. You know, I'm. It's. It's not. I'm not treating it like it's a Marvel movie where I'm all pumped about it. And get, I'm just. You like, are I, pumped. Yeah, but I see the commercials. I just I'm like, it all really right, looks, I'll watch this. Oh, I wow, like wow, Grown I'll up watch spy this. kids. <laughs> <You know. laughs> Is there somebody from Spy Kids in Ready Player One? Cuz it kind of doesn't look like Spy Kids. There should be. You ruined this movie for me, you bastard! I see like Ralph 2, man. Man, I ca- I cannot stop thinking that Ready Player One is just Spy Kids Throat now. Ass. Spy Kids. Spy- it's like Spy Kids with a deeper story. And video games. The generation that grew up watching Spy Kids movies is older now <laughs> and they have disposable income <laughs> and they're ready for a movie on the level of Spy Kids get get steven spielberg it's <laughs> time for ready player One. Oh my gosh it's spiked it's gonna too, suck though. yeah it is wreck it ralph is solid though I, i'm real excited for Wreck Ralph i know ralph me too, too. i'm gonna see that man ready player one though we're not having uh man movie day for that one no. uh-uh. pass right. yeah i might pass too now that you uh ruined it by calling Enjoy your spy kids, spy kids. <laughs> i've completely been sidetracked by this uh article on uh the incline Rosalyn Colgan wrote this article just says why Pittsburghers add an S to the end of words I think that's something we all know but we never really uh it's just kind of part of the linguistics around here right like everybody's mom or aunt you know headed targets yeah like we always talk like that when we use office lady voice for some reason going to giant Eagles always throw the S to get a cookie cake for them Stellars giant Eagles all these Panera's instead of Panera. Going to Panera's! Mm -hmm. Barbara Johnstone, a professor of English and Linguistics at Carnegie Mellon, who researches Pittsburghese, that's a thing, says, like many of the other things that people associate with Pittsburgh, it's something that goes back to the past. I think the habit comes from the days when shops were named after their owner. So the name of a shop would be the name of an owner with the possessive after that name. Like Littles Shoes Kaufman's minios Macy's so it's tied to like a name yeah that makes sense yeah it goes back to like family-owned businesses when it would be like the possessive form of the name and you know there's not a ton of places that are like that anymore so we just take those and just an s on everything going to target (laughs) just carries on like the target family owns target yep targets headed to to target going to targets going to giant eagles the Giant Eagles family owns it. Mm-hmm. Scott Kiesling, University of Pittsburgh linguistics professor, says there are a lot of local names. We've got a history with things like Isleys that are institutions. Permanis, too. Yep, yep. And those are possessive uh, name stores, and they're really important to wow. Pittsburgh. So that's where it comes from. Mine's kind of blown there. Uh, they did interview Scott Woodin, uh, who does Pittsburgh Dad, of course, and he said his favorite is adding an "s" to Sally Wiggin. That is another that thing happens, too. Yeah. There's, okay, so it's it's like store names and stuff, and <laughs> then it's Sally Wiggins. <laughs> like, why do people add an "s" on the end of Sally Wiggins? Sally Wiggins. Like, is Sally Wiggins such? A Pittsburgh institution that she gets the extra S. Like, I never really thought of the Wiggins one until no. right now. But people do it all the time. It's it's mind-blowing. Like, you know you've made it in Pittsburgh when you get an extra S added on the end of your name. Sally Wiggins. Sally Wiggins. Uh, the article then goes on to uh, say that Sally uh, Wiggins' first name really isn't Sally. Sally's a nickname. Her first name's Sarah. Did you know that? Which I did know that, yeah. I didn't know that. But you've been struggling with it here for like a <laughs> few minutes. Like I, feel The only like... reason I knew that, though, is because like when Sally uh, first sent me her like phone number, it was like one of those contact uh, little pop-up things that you can send directly to your phone. Yeah. And it came up with Sarah. Sarah <gasps> and I'm just like, what is... Were you stunned? Like, did you have wait... to ask Sally, like, who is Sarah? I'm like, is this a misprint? Where...? That's me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sally's my stage name. Welcome to the stage. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Sally Wiggins. <laughs> Dancing for you tonight. Get those dollars out, ladies and gentlemen. Dancing for you tonight. Uh yeah. I uh, I feel like maybe I know I knew that at some point, but it's just like one of those facts that I just kind of took in and took out, like didn't even think about it or pay too much attention. Like I was I probably have known that for years. But I never kept you, you it. Because I'm like, I'm going to pretend like I didn't hear that. Sally Wiggins. Sarah Wiggins. Sarah no, Wiggins. let's No. Let's not do that. Sarah Wiggins. Sarah Wiggins. So You know you made it when you get that S, extra S in Pittsburgh. Sally Wiggins. And you have a stage name. That's right. People of you. Like you, Bob. 96 One Kiss, the uh, morning freak show. College of basketball, you still all in on the uh, NCAA tournament? Final four starts uh, Saturday, right? No. Uh, Yeah, yeah, Saturday. Kinda. I, I watched. Kinda like I watched. Loyola, Chicago, that 11th seed, how the hell are they in the final four? Like everybody's rooting for that team, right? Uh, They'll be playing Michigan, a three seed, Saturday in the first final four game. And then, eh, number one Villanova versus number one Kansas. Eh. Yeah. Like everybody wants Loyola Chicago to win it all, right? That'd just uh, be yeah. magical. Yeah. So the final four uh, Saturday night, and then whoever you know wins those games plays for the men's basketball national title uh, Monday, April 2nd. Guess what time the uh, national title game starts? 9.30. How stupid is that? Great job. <laughs> it's awful, right? Like who's yeah. going to stay up and watch that? Wasn't the uh, the football title game was late, too, if I remember? Yeah, yeah it was. Great. Uh, Pens with a nice big win. Yesterday at home versus the Flyers, 5-4 to four in overtime. Goals from Derek Broussard, Patrick Hornquist, Sid Gino, and then Brian Russ getting the game winner in overtime. Gino has 42 goals in the season. Look at him go. I mean, Sid's just not playing fair, though. Like, he's ridiculous right now. Yeah, some of the goals he's been scoring, like the one where he tipped the puck to himself and then, like, baseball hit it. Like... He has hit another level in the in the past week, I think. Uh, Penguins, three points behind the Capitals for first place in the Metro. Columbus Blue Jackets actually in third place now in the Metro. Flyers down to the first wild card spot. Devils in the second. Just six games left in the uh, regular season. You see the uh, granny uh, flipping off the player? Uh, yeah, yeah. That made a bunch of hockey blogs. There is a uh, Flyers defenseman, Brandon, uh, Brandon Manning, after a uh, after a goal in the, uh, I think it was the Flyers' third goal of the uh, of the game. There's just a granny right on the boards <laughs> flicking him <them> off. <laughs> I, and I, and I bring this up because it's just an example you can use. Because listen, if the Penguins were playing in Philadelphia and there was a Flyers granny flicking off a Penguins player, oh. so many of you would get butt hurt like real classy Philadelphia. And listen. I'm not defending Philadelphia. I'm just, I'm just bringing to light that some of us are completely moronic how we how we look at sports. Because it happens to every every team is just about the same. Every team has that wild granny. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. Every team has a wild ass granny. No matter the sport, every team's got a wild ass granny that's willing to just flick another player off. Every team's got a wild ass granny. <laughs> six games left in the regular season. Uh, Penguins at Detroit Tuesday. And then uh, three. The, some of the three games they have left, they play the Devils, the Capitals, and the Jackets. So, I mean, those are people f- fighting for playoff position. Right, so right. It's really coming down to these last six games to determine the Penguins' uh, playoff seating. They haven't clinched a playoff spot yet. I'm pretty sure at this point they'd almost have to lose out uh to not make the playoffs but uh that's just how tight things are penguins with a big five to four overtime win and again next game at detroit on tuesday six games left in the season uh zero rest carpet care we have been telling you about zero rest carpet care for years they are the go-to when it comes to carpet cleaning go with our friends at zero rest carpet care they clean with their empowered water they're different from all the other carpet cleaners uh pet stains mystery stains just stinky carpet. Like you could have stinky carpet in your house, not even know it, just because you're used to the smell. Well, now that the snow's melting, I do feel like springtime is is kind of officially here now. When you get your spring cleaning really started, get the carpets clean too, makes a huge difference. Let them come out with their patented powered water and get the stink out. They'll clean deep into your carpets. They'll get the bacteria out. And the patented powered water is safe for your kids and your pets, too. Uh, they have the Mikey and Bob Zero Res Special. Three rooms. Zero Res Clean starting at 129 bucks. They do air ducts, too. Bob, you got air ducts done last time Zero Res came out, I right? I did. It's a game changer, yeah. Mikey and Bob Special. Call Zero Res 412-701-1188. That's 412-701-1188 or pgh.com Spell it backward or forward. It spells the same. Zero Res. 961 one. Mikey and Bob, ninety six one kiss. It is the uh, morning freak show. I uh, I don't want to talk about Walking Dead, by the way. Oh man, good? No, it's gotten so oh. bad. It's just like I just wa- I just go through the motions and watch it now. But you're just, almost a hate watching. I am. I'm getting to hate watching levels of uh, of the Walking Dead. I'm I'm very close to comparing the Walking Dead to Dexter. Remember Dexter oh, on Showtime? God. Dexter had like three or four amazing seasons, and then they were just like, eh, we don't know what to do. So it, th- this show's going to blow now. I feel like that's where we're at with Walking Dead. Like, they really need to just kill people. Like, you get to a point of the show where you just got to start killing some characters off, right? Isn't there a whole Walking Dead spinoff, too? Yeah, Fear the Walking Dead? Yeah, uh, I does watched. Does that suck, too? Uh, that's... Like, if the original show sucks, that one has to be horrible. Fear the Walking Dead started off... Sucking? Like, originally it wasn't very good. I think I tapped out in the second season, but then I got bored, I think, last summer. So I, I started watching again. And now, that's almost better than regular Walking Dead. Eh. Any more naked zombies? No. Hmm. Except the ones I drew. Hmm. Well,
1: you've i have been
0: drawing those for years. I, I doodled a couple last night. How about that uh, Stormy Daniels interview on 60 Minutes, huh? This has been your Stormy Daniels Ooh. corner. Mikey and Bob, 96.1 Kiss. It is the uh, Morning Freak Show. Man, i want the Penguins just wrap up this regular season. I'm ready for playoff hockey. Just dragging along. Six games left for the, uh, for the Penguins. Uh, we have 12 more chances throughout the day today to uh, listen for keywords at 10 after every hour through 9 p.m. Text in the keyword your chance to win $1,000. Uh, before we get out of here, we got to do freak show question of the day. This will be right around 530 with uh, tall Kathy end of the show. We always give you the question and answer. She'll ask for the, uh, she'll ask for the answer around 530. Win yourself a prize uh, question of the day today. What classic game do I think is overrated? Oregon trail. <laughs> like you used to play it in uh, maybe computer class in school. Your wife is a teacher. She said it's still around. Kids yep, still play yep. Oregon trail. That still, blows my mind. Still. Oh, that's still a thing. Liz, I'm not saying Oregon Trail was, like, awful. I'm just saying the only reason Oregon Trail was ever fun was because you played it in school. That was the only reason Oregon Trail was ever fun, as, like, a computer game you played in school, is because you were playing it in school. Now, if you went home and you had the chance to play Oregon Trail or play, like, Nintendo or Sega... Get the hell out of here, Oregon Trail, right? Like, nobody you don't like Oregon Trail. Yeah, you're not picking Oregon Trail. No! If you got Mario to play, you got Sonic to play, you got something like that to play, you're going to choose those over Oregon Trail any day. That's all I'm saying. Oregon Trail, overrated. Get it out of here. It was only good because you played in school. Oregon Trail, answer to the freak show question of the day. All right. Wow, did a whole show today. I know. Look at that. Welcome back to Bob. Bob is going to try to put in a full week of work today. I'll do my best. Uh, this week, uh, he missed three shows with real bad diarrhea last week. I didn't have diarrhea at yeah, all. real bad. Real bad. Three days off last week for the squirts. Uh By the way, uh, again, thank you to everybody who came up to Seven Springs for the pond skim with us. If you want to see some uh, pictures and video of that fun event with uh, New Belgium Brewing, Mikey and Bob Page... Uh, 961kiss.com. Anything else we got to tell the kids before we get out of here? Uh, I think we're good. All right, Ryan Seacrest shows up right now. We'll talk to you guys later. Bye. KST Pittsburgh. This is On Air with Ryan Seacrest. It is Monday, somehow, once again, already.